This is Anish Chohan and this is Equilibrium Security. It's time to tackle your biggest cyber security challenges head on. Each month, our team of industry wizards are going to be in the cyber hot seat to thrash out your burning security issues. So on this episode, uh, we are joined by our amazing sales team. So we, as a business, we've never really been that sales focused and we've really sort of avoided the stack it high, sell it cheap, kind of hard no sales people. And I guess we're fortunate enough to be joined today by Will and Neil, who are, I guess I'll say a bit of a double act, not in a, not in a comedy sense of the word, not in a, you know, it, it, um, they are very well um, versed. Both of them have a great um rapport with our customers they have a good uh, approach to cyber security so yeah i'll hand over to to the guys and let them introduce themselves hello will oh, hi <laughs> that's, that's it that's your introduction that's, is yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's really that's, that's really got our listeners, listeners captivated yeah. uh, okay that, that's what we're getting from you okay neil do you want to have a little bit more of a more ca- yeah, captivating hi. intro <laughs> hi i'm neil i'm the captivating one anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, clearly yeah so i've been in uh, cyber security about five years or so now um initially in the kind of vendor space so i feel the pain i've seen the pain um that we're talking about so yeah it's um good to just kind of have that conversation and and kind of see where it goes i guess yeah it's gonna we're gonna have to try hard not to kind of get properly on our soapbox about this but yeah the the one of the issues with the cyber security industry is the vendor world is that you know if you've if ever been to uh, infosec i think we might have mentioned it on a previous episode whereby uh, you go there it's wall-to-wall vendors saying we've got the silver bullet um to to your problem and, and ironically they're even even though we say there's no silver bullet there's some organization actually called silver bullet but maybe we shouldn't be naming and shaming on this um that aside so um we will um gonna have a quick conversation about how customers you know people at the c-suite you know are sometimes challenged especially in the smaller organizations maybe the sme space they're a bit troubled by um how to make a, an effective decision when the, when the industry is led by a vendor claiming to to solve a solution what's your take on that neil i think it's always difficult for organisations, because there's a lot of noise out there. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of vendors, um, as I'm sure our, our listeners are fully aware of, um, and they've got incredibly good marketing teams. Mm-hmm. And I think the challenge that IT teams, leaders, cyber leaders have is being able to kind of cut through that noise. And the biggest challenge they have is I've got a problem. I kind of know what my problem is but I'm not sure that that's the actual problem that I think is the problem and then a vendor comes along and says great news if you've got this problem I can solve it and instead Mm. of kind of having a round table conversation and really getting to the nuts and bolts of it Mm. it's straight into this is the product these are the benefits so it's all about features and benefits features and benefits there isn't a wider scope of well you know what where are where's our organization now and where are they going to be in five years um you know i i've found from my experience and it may have changed but from my experience that those those conversations don't tend to happen so when a, an organization might you know for example buy a particular technology or vendor um and then in two years time you know that company will pitch it you know pivot to something mm. else well then where do they go yeah you know, what do they do and there's not i don't think there's enough trusted advisors out there there's a lot of um kind of 
resellers, resellers. in that yeah. space that yeah. say, you know, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Mm. And it's more shopping lists. Sometimes is it is it that they they don't actually know what their problem is, but they've been told so much that there's a problem. They should be worrying about something when actually they don't know whether they are. So as an example, I mean, like, oh, what are we going to do about BYOD? And like you know. Uh, this happened like you know t- 10 plus years ago probably when when you know the ipad came about and everybody was saying oh we have a BOOD problem what's your policy on this what's your policy on that and actually when you get to the bottom of it you go do you are you actually concerned well not really because no we don't really allow anyone to do it and we have a policy well so then you don't really have a BOOD issue then and you think sometimes there's the element of an industry telling everyone they have a problem about something because it's led by a vendor solution you know it's kind of it's the tail wagging the dog a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if you use like the uh, probably the most recent example of that is zero trust. Yeah, right. So you go to Infosec, you go to any of these places, and it's all zero trust. Yeah, and vendors are very quick to say zero trust, zero yeah. trust, zero trust. Well, yeah. what is zero trust? Well, zero trust isn't a product, isn't yeah. a you know what is it mm. for each organisation? It's it's completely, completely different, different, and they need to get a full understanding of where what is where's the organization now and where are they wanting to go in the future and that isn't necessarily confined to just a product product no. and the amount of conversations that i have with with cyber leaders that say you know for example in that in that space of zero trust that say yeah we've got zero trust sorted we've got you know insert vendor mm. that is a zero you know you look at you go on <laughs> yeah. their website you look at the marketing and it is just zero trust everything mm-hmm. um and and i think it probably it probably does it probably does tick boxes you know for for not for not trying not to use that term it probably does tick boxes for some organizations doesn't it because if you're a two hundred thousand employee or you're a massive enterprise and you you are trying to solve a particular problem you can't do it through through something that's administratively burdensome and so most of these tools are there to ease the admin burden aren't they rather than solve an actual technical problem but then there's the other side of that which is You've got the technology in, but how do you know that it's configured? Mm. So, you know, the biggest challenge is, you know, biggest one of the biggest objections and challenges that I get day to day is, is that you know, we don't need to do pen testing. We've got a NDR EDR solution that does all of that. Well, how do you know that's working? Well, they're a multi-billion-dollar company and they're backed by this, this, mm. this, this. Yeah. But you know. A company could fall down just based on configurations. We see it time and time again with MFA and, yeah. and all of the challenges yeah, yeah. that even vendors have because had. They've, because they've got a solution in place, but because, actually, you know, yeah, you know, when the board properly. when the board say, you know, what are we doing about this? They say, oh, don't worry, we've got this technology that does this. Well, yeah. who's configured it? Has mm. it been tested? How do mm. you test it? What's your test? You know, those kind of challenges yeah. and questions I don't think get asked enough no. in the vendor world, and they don't have the support from professional services partners, I guess, more yeah. than anything yeah, else, yeah, yeah. you know, who have the capability to say, well, actually, you know what, just going out and buying a technology for hundreds of thousands of pounds... Doesn't solve a problem. Doesn't, mm. it, it's a tick box, right? Yeah, it's just yeah, saying, yeah. I've got this, mm. I've sold the, you know, zero trust, it's on my list, right, I've bought this vendor, specialises in zero trust, great, I've done zero trust. Well, it doesn't work that way. What's your take on it, Will? Yeah, I think as well, you've got an issue with overcomplicating things. So again, you know, as, as Neil was saying, you see time and time again where someone has bought a technology, but they're not even using a fraction of it, or they're just not using it properly, and therefore it doesn't get used. So the money that's been invested in it, 
is, is not, you know, in essence, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's dead money, it's been wasted. Um, and the, the danger with just going buying an off-the-shelf product is that they are designed to be a kind of one-size-fits-all um, solution. And that just doesn't fit for most companies. I mean, you know, it's you can't just pigeonhole people into the same um, into the same categories. And and you know, time and time again, you know, what when we're looking at something like that, pretty much everything we end up doing is kind of bespoke for that individual requirement, individual mm -hmm. need. And if you're buying a a a well-known brand or, or, a, or a large technology to try and solve a particular the problem. Um, you, you could probably simplify the, the answer to actually what will solve that problem without having to go down the line of, of being able to, to, to buy that software, but then also maintain it. You've got the, uh, the admin side of it. You need to have someone who is trained up on it to be able to use it properly and it, and it can cause more of a headache than not just because again like Neil was saying you've, you've ticked a box because you've been told by the board that something needs to be done about this therefore bang we've, we've bought a solution because it is the easiest and it's almost, I mean, it's almost leads to like a false sense of security yeah. almost doesn't it by having yeah, that yeah. so what, what do you think so, so Neil you mentioned before about um organizations having a bit more of a, a plan around where are they now where they're heading in the mm -hmm. future yeah. you know mentioned professional services organizations what what, what what do you think is the is the answer you know what what, what if we if we could give you know to summarize this 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 episode uh, in in 20 seconds what would you say will about like how, how do you how do you summarize where we you know what, what advice i you think know? really the best piece of advice i can give anybody is you've just got to understand where all the problems are you've got to understand where all your risks actually lie and it sounds like a silly thing but just having something like a risk register and, and being able to write them all down and then categorize them in priority and then you can then build mm. your own uh, IT plan and you can build it into into your own scheduling and then you can look at it over a six month 12 month 24 month period and actually you might find that you may find that there's there's actually less of a problem than, than you think than sometimes. you thought there was yeah, originally. Because... Or actually there's more stuff in there that, that actually is more of a, should be more of a priority to you than than what you you know that yeah, so like, what you kind of started off from. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's it's having that visibility. Visibility is everything in this mm, industry. It, it is. really is. If you don't if you don't know what the problem is, then you're kind of just running around in the dark. Yeah, absolutely. And some things that you might think, oh, actually, I should be worried about that. But you look at it and risk, the risk is low. You don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Because you, you may have stuff that's actually, you know what, we've mitigated that. Um, because like you said with the, the beginning, with the BYOD, well, we don't really allow BYOD. So therefore, that's not really that much of a problem for mm. us. Or we can just make a couple of profile tweaks or changes. Yeah, and, and, and satisfy sudden, the requirement. Yeah. It now becomes a much less of a, of a problem than it, it was. Yeah. Well, we actually did quite well there, I think. Not not getting too on our on our on our high horse <laughs> on our soapbox about the vendor vendor industry, but yeah, there you go. So there's some some really good uh, takeaways there from Will and Neil about how we can kind of approach it. And um, yeah, we'll we'll follow this up with more discussions, no doubt. Thank you for listening. Each episode, we're going to have industry experts sitting in our cyber hot seat, thrashing out your burning security issues. 
We'll have guest speakers and we'll get you the inside scoop from the cybersecurity frontline. So please do subscribe. See you next time.